Our towns are the heart of America. Some say they're gone, moved on, or simply faded away. But there's a new American town on the map. It's a town with a big heart and an even bigger ambition. A town where modern progress meets rich history, where the arts meet innovation, and where companies meet community. A town that you can explore with all of your senses, from the fresh air in the Ozarks to the fresh cuisine on your plate. That town is Bentonville, Arkansas. A town to visit, to see, to breathe, and to discover. Visit Bentonville, a new American town. It's a beautiful day here in Bentonville, Arkansas. We're coming to you from the Haxton District at the Haxton Road Studios. One of my favorite things to listen to and to do is listen to live music. Lucky for me, we have a lot of it here in Bentonville. But what a lot of people may not realize is that we have a lot of original music being made and recorded here as well. A lot of it in this very studio where we are right now. That's why I'm really excited about today's episode. We're going to talk about Bentonville music. This is going to be a lot of fun. Trust me. Okay, so let me set this up. Today, to start, today I'm joined by Aaron Mullins, who's not only the director of communications for Visit Bentonville, but he's also a local musician himself. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, thanks, Jen. It's great to be here. So, Aaron, tell us, you're a piano player, right? I am. That is correct. So tell us a little bit about what you do, both for Visit Bentonville and as a musician here in Bentonville. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am the uh, Director of Communications and Marketing for Visit Bentonville. Uh, So that's a cool job because we get to talk about all of the great attractions that we have in our city, from the arts to biking to culinary and aviation, and certainly music as well. And as a musician myself, uh, I've played several of the venues uh, here in town, um, you really see some of the amazing talent that is coming out of this city. And it's really cool to see as people are visiting our city, um, how that is really part of that overall experience for them. And then as they begin to learn more about, Hey, it's not just live music that's happening here, which is fantastic, but we actually have artists who are creating music, recording music at places like here at Haxton, Roads, you know, with just a, a really stellar setup um, that's really world class. And so uh, I'm excited about this episode today. And uh, I know you are, too. I am. You know, I there's nothing I love more than to hearing live to hear live music. And so I try to find it wherever it's happening on any evening or afternoon that I'm free. Um, so I'm really excited about today's episode. Yeah, and the artist that we're going to hear today, and I know you'll you'll be introducing him here in a few minutes. I mean, just fantastic. So um, I'll stop talking so we can get, <laughs> we can get on with it. I I know everybody's anxious to hear. Yeah, we've got some great guests. All right, so that sets us up perfectly for our guest today. It's a real privilege to have these guys in the studio. I mean, they own and operate the place where we're always recording this, so we're super happy to see them. Please help me welcome. Three really cool guys, Neil Greenhaw, owner and producer of Haxton Road Studios, Jacob Crabb, engineer and mixer for Haxton, and Cameron Johnson, a local musician who just finished his new record. Guys, thanks for taking the time today. Hey, we're glad to be here. We're excited to have you. So let me start with Neil and Jacob. First of all, um, can you make me sound like Stevie Nicks? 
you know what? We can make you sound like a lot of things, but there is some natural talent. Certain, I promise I don't have artists. that part. Come on. Can't you just like make some magic? Right. Now, if you were a local, you know, like a new pop thing, you know, then we can we can fix a lot of that stuff in auto-tune and, you know, if we need to. But uh, I try not to. <laughs> but seriously, I just really want to get to how this got started besides mm-hmm. trying to make people like me sound fantastic how did how did you guys get started and what is Haxton all about you know it's 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 actually turned into something a lot more than what I even really thought it would be Um, our team at at Haxton now is a diverse group of engineers songwriters and producers where years ago when I moved here from Nashville in 2007 I'd had a background in touring professionally for short of three years and studio work in Nashville when I wasn't on the road and basically doing whatever else I could, you know, to earn a living when yeah. I wasn't traveling. But I was gone a lot. Um, but just the love for doing good business, collaborating, and the creative field of walking into a room and at the end of the day having, you know, from nothing, all of a sudden there's this song that's finished, that's recorded, and now you've either made best friends with a group of people that you've never met before or you're in there with friends you've known for a while and you walk away with this song and then you go where is this going to go and there's this mystery to it where you go man we've got something here who's going to potentially hear this song or what artist is going to cut this song someday on the record and so it just brought this love for collaboration for creativity and excellence with production being in Nashville obviously so when I moved back in back to northwest Arkansas in 2007 I just noticed that specifically in Bentonville, there was this need for this excellence in audio production and quality where we were able to kind of step up and and meet that challenge. So we built kind of version 1.0 was really just a demo station where I was sending guitar tracks back and forth to Nashville. That was above my garage in Rogers when I first moved here. Then I bought some bank-owned land across from a cattle field on (laughs) Haxton Road out by the airport. And we bought two, a little over two acres, and we built a house with a studio above an oversized garage. We mm-hmm. got to, you know, design the house and build it. So we actually had a really nice professional home studio there. But it was on a dirt road. It was really cool <laughs> once you got in there. But as you know, when you're working with corporate clients like we do, it's sometimes interesting when you go, hey, by the way, you're going to be driving a mile down a dirt road before you get here. <laughs> Trust me, it's cool once you it's open cool. the door and come and in And it's here. an oversized garage. Like, it's cool. Right. It's above the garage and everything, you know. And so my wife would be texting me in the early days like, hey, I'm home with groceries. I need to lift the garage door. I'm like, give me 30 seconds. I'm finishing a track. <laughs> um, you know, and, and that led to four years of being in that house. House and cutting a tremendous amount of records, not only from Northwest Arkansas artists, but we saw Nashville artists flying in, Chicago artists flying in Northwest Arkansas to record above a garage. So we knew that we had something, you know, that intangible was, I think, the professional quality, um, a creative and hardworking but honest team to work with where I feel like we had the artist's trust of knowing that we were going to take care of their art and take care of their songs. That's a big deal, right? And so that led to um, a conversation I'll never forget where things were going really good in the business and uh, and kind of in my personal portfolio of business plans. I knew that after four years, I'd, I'd put in there, if things were going like I thought they could, that it was time to make another leap. And so as I always do uh, with my wife in those moments, I'm like, hey, 
um, let's sit down and talk for a minute. <laughs> you know, it's that whole, <laughs> are you sitting down? Yes. And, and in her mind, she knows that means, okay, Neil's about to dream, yeah. right? So that dream led to, I really think we need to go to the next level and we need to build a state-of-the-art facility that can house artists, potentially songwriters in the future, and be this creative hub that's based on, yeah, creativity, but collaboration and getting that excellence in production where artists may not have to go to a Nashville, L.A., Chicago, unless they're a deal or they're a record deal or their producers there, but make a place in the central United States where people could come as they're already coming in droves here to enjoy the amenities in northwest Arkansas to add yet that other thing we can do, which is provide top quality and top class music production from start to finish, all the way from pre-production and combing through songs to mixing and mastering in the very end and editing. And so that's where this whole idea of, of building this uh, came from. So as it normally happens in these big visions, there's a lot of little things that have to take place along the way for the big things to happen. And so some days I stand here and go, man, how did we get here, you know, on the corner of Southeast Second <laughs> Street in downtown, you know, looking at Dave Peel Park and looking at the Bentonville Water Tower and the restaurants and the bars and the award-winning coffee shops. I mean, some days I do. I walk in, I just feel like I'm living a dream every day. But I also look back to a couple of key conversations that I had early on with people when I floated this little dream out to them. And one of those guys was Patrick Sabaro. Um, used to be owner of New Creature, mm-hmm. um, prominent businessman in the area. I floated this idea, idea out to him and his business partner, Todd Renfro of Lamplighter uh, Restorations, and uh, told them, what would y'all think about a studio like Haxton coming to Northwest Arkansas? And uh, I knew that they had been renovating some homes in the area. And I said, hey, if you guys ever come across a site or a piece of land downtown that you think would make a good location for something funky, and we could bring maybe a little bit of Greenwich Village or Motown or Muscle Shoals, maybe we could do something new and create some culture here that's not been here in the past. And they both looked at me and Todd smiled and said, we should talk. And they had this piece of land under contract. And they were gracious enough. They didn't have to do this, but they were gracious enough to let me purchase half of the land from them, which made this, you know, financially viable for me to do it, take the risk. And then, you know, the rest is history. So I owe a lot to Patrick and Todd from the perspective of they believed in the vision enough to split the land up instead of building more homes here. They said, man, this could be really neat with a mixed use, you know, idea instead. Um, So it's just, you know, there's big things that have happened, but there's these little steps along the way. And I was talking to Patrick on the phone this week, and it really reminded me, you know, two years later after building this building and having the studio in here that, you know, we do big things. We rub shoulders with some amazing artists, but at the end of the day, and there's big songs that come through here, at the end of the day, it's always about people. Like, people matter the most. And some of those conversations we've had that have just come out of friendships have been some of the most meaningful, but have led us to this place today. So this is just truly an amazing area to live. There's generally a hand that's always out going, how can I help? And that's something you don't find everywhere. So it's truly one of my favorite things about this area. Um, I say it all the time is that the collaboration of the people, whether you're visiting, whether you're from here, whether you've moved in or whether you're here for the weekend, um, there's always somebody that's ready to to jump in and help and, you know, have a cup of coffee or pick your brain. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. I mean, I was called crazy by multiple, you know, <laughs> multiple friends and multiple people. But at the same time, there was a handout going, but how can I help? And right. I want to listen a little more, you know, and why? Tell me more about this dream and, and what do you see for this area artistically, which is kind of, I think, what we're talking about here today. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of things going on. So you opened this building two years ago? Two years ago. Wow. I can't believe it. So the building that we're in recording mm-hmm. is two years old, which, first of all, if you walk through this gorgeous space, you don't believe that it's two years old because it's phenomenal. And I'm always awestruck every time I walk into the studio. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what is coming up next? What exciting things are happening um, for you and for Haxton? You know, we're in an interesting season right now where we we've we're expanding so rapidly. And, you know, back in February, we announced that we were expanding and that we had already added Studio B uh, upstairs above Haxton Road Studios. Um, And the reason for that is because we literally have so many people needing studio space and not only artists and creatives, but now songwriters and then our own team. While somebody's recording in Studio A, somebody needs to be editing another project at the same time. So in the studio world, you just get to this point where people are starting to work on top of everybody else and go, when can I get in that room? And I need it here. And it just becomes this scheduling thing out of necessity where you just need more rooms and you need creative space. So luckily, we're in a day where certain things can be done on laptops, edit, editing and that sort of thing. But the heart of Studio A at Haxton will always be that it's analog. And we pride ourselves in the, the gear quality that we've put into Haxton, the microphones and the analog equipment. Um, you won't find it, you know, in a very large mile radius, uh, the gear that, that's put into here. But with that, you need editing rooms, you need mixing rooms, you just need different suites, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in a studio where people can get their work done. It keeps efficiency up. So we announced that in February. And then in March 1st, we announced that we are la- we were launching Haxton Road Publishing Co. This is a really probably one of the biggest announcements we've made even since the fact that we were building this building downtown because we are bringing industry and helping bring industry and grow the music industry in Northwest Arkansas. We recognize the, that live shows are so important. People paying those ticket prices and, and supporting these local artists are so, it's so important. Really, it's more important than ever for their livelihood and for the continuation of them writing songs and supporting themselves. But we also have this other thing that we're doing that's super important to us, which is we now have staff songwriters. And that's what we announced March 1st online is that we've hired two staff songwriters, Kenny Drain, uh, just a hit songwriter. He's had cuts on Jason Aldean records, um, Tracy Lawrence. Um, he's written for Blake Shelton in the past. I mean, you name it. He's He's been a heavy hitter in the songwriting industry for decades. Uh, former Nashville guy, former signed to Acuff Rose and multiple uh, publishing companies in Nashville, Sony. And now he's with us at Haxton Road Publishing Co. Josh Noren was a local artist here. And he was featured on the Bike Rack Volume 1 record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burning Down This Room was his single on that uh, vinyl that came out. Josh is now one of our staff songwriters here. 
And then we have songs that I've written as well that are in there in the catalog, co-written with them. And then also Ryan Chola jumping in. And so Kenny Drain uh, wrote a song recently with Cameron Johnson that's in our catalog uh, that we're really excited about. So what's happening for us now is we're thinking we know that we'll be a source for recording local artists. We know that we'll be a source for artists from all over wanting to come in and have a professional facility to record in while enjoying the other amenities in Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas. But we're also thinking about, this is a big word, sustainability. We're thinking about the actual music business that's going to happen in Northwest Arkansas and how are we going to thrive and be around in 20 years and 30 years and 50 years from now. Uh, A song lasts forever. A good song lasts forever. Good music never dies. And so we're really focused and really our life's mission in the studio is to focus on quality over quantity and really thinking through building a sustainable music industry out of Northwest Arkansas. So we're, we're forming relationships. We have a song plugger in Nashville that's, that's, you know, literally walking these songs into major label and publishing companies and, you know, getting them right into the ears and the hands of these artists there to cut and potentially cut on the records. And then at the same time, we're working on licensing deals with brands and companies still who are wanting songs for commercials, social media, TV, film, any of that sort of thing. We're doing a lot of that stuff. And then Exciting. Uh, two of our employees have also done something that I think most people would be pretty amazed by. Jacob Crabb and Corey Nelson have launched a company called Sabreteeth, and they're doing just the most amazing hip-hop production right out of Northwest Arkansas where they're building beats and selling those and licensing those. And those are available for purchase from artists or licensing, renting um, those from them. And then also companies can use those for commercial. So really, if you look at our team, there's really this 360 approach at the end of the day where there is something literally happening in every room here that is diverse it's at a different genre at all times. There might be hip-hop happening upstairs, but there's Americana, country, soul, R&B happening downstairs. And the next week there will be a rock or an indie thing coming in. So it's just a it's a unique time, but we're, we're growing rapidly, and we're really excited to be able to sort of um, invest in this community and continue to do, hopefully do our part to, A, invest our time, money, and energy but also our passion, our skills, and our souls into these artists and their art, you know, because it's important. It's so important. So important. Um, So I can't say how excited I am about the Hexton. Let me try. I'm so excited about Hexton Publishing Company. Um, But you mentioned Jacob. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that he was laying down some beats Mm -hmm. in his new company. Mm -hmm. But he also has another job. He does. He does, and he's joining us with us today. Let's let's talk a little bit to Jacob and see what he does, okay? Okay. All right. So, Jacob, we're so excited you're joining us with us today. Neil was telling us, you know, a little bit about your your new venture, mm-hmm. but you also have another thing that you do here at Haxton Road mm-hmm. Studios, mm-hmm. Um, besides making me sound like Stevie Nicks, of course. <laughs> so, you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm uh, one of the three recording and mixing engineers here at Haxton. And uh, um, basically, we kind of specialize in everything, everything audio, um, Mm -hmm. podcasts to voiceovers to full blown out productions. And uh, 
um, everything from there. So um, it's a it's a good little vibe, a good team that we have here, and uh, we're we're rocking and rolling. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you engineer the podcast that we're listening to right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tell me, Neil mentioned that you had this other this other thing going. Um, with your beats, you want to tell me a little bit about yeah, that? So it's it's. Uh, I don't know how it's beats. Is yeah, that the right way yeah. that I say that? I'm like I don't know. That sounds really strange yeah, coming no, out no. of my mouth. That's what that's typically what everybody <laughs> will, will will call it. But no, me and uh, me and another gentleman, Corey Nelson. He's one of our producers out of here. Um, him and I um, kind of got together and we started talking about possibly starting to do a lot of different um, genres within what we would call top 40. Mm-hmm. Um, but your pop, your hip hop, um, your R&B, um, but also doing licensing, licensing songs out. And uh, we're all kind of doing it here at Haxton. Um, and uh, of course, Neil has allowed us to be able to come in here and perfect our craft and do what we need to do to be able to uh, make these songs and uh, we are releasing them out into the world and we've got a few out right now um, that we are we're pretty proud of and so we're going to be continuing that and uh, hopefully in the future we'll we'll have more of that culture coming in with uh, the top 40-esque type uh, mm-hmm. music that we hear on the radio but um, right now it's uh, it's growing and the culture that we see growing is incredible so we just kind of wanted to take advantage of that now and start releasing this music and and um, just pushing it out to these artists giving them an option that if they don't have music or if they don't have songs that they've got crafted already they can always come and see us and we will sit with them and either craft something from scratch or we will let them go through our catalog of, of different songs and until they find something that really resonates with them. And uh, then they'll use that and then we'll move on to the next phase, which is recording and then mixing um, and then mastering. And then that's it. So that's cool. It's yeah. so cool. I, I have learned so much doing this podcast with mm-hmm. you and asking questions and going, Jacob, I don't know exactly how this works. Yeah. Can you tell me what I need to do? <laughs> yeah. Um. So the wealth of information that you have. It's really incredible. Oh, thank you. Thank tell you. me, tell me, um, as you bring artists in mm-hmm. and artists come to record here, tell me what, what that looks like in terms of your, your position here as a sound engineer. Sure. So I'm always very conscious of, of the first and foremost, it is about the song for me, for me, it's the song, it's the sound of the song. It's the emotion that the song evokes. It's the um, uh, everything in between there. So I, I'm a big fan of all of the pre-productions that we do. So that's the first step is pre-production. And it's very important because that kind of maps out the direction of the song and where it's going. Um, and it lets me kind of marinate in that and study it and really just get myself fully immersed into the production. Um as we go through the pre-production and once everybody's kind of signed off on that, we'll move directly into um, starting our recordings and recordings are uh, it's, it's very, very important to make sure that the sounds that are going in are pristine. And it's my job to make sure that every single instrument, every single nuance that you hear vocal inflections, everything that's going on within the production, it has to be a hundred percent top notch pristine. Um, and so that's my job as a recording engineer on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will take the time to make sure that all the sounds, um, are coming through the way that they need to be. So if it takes me a day to do drums, then it takes me a day. If it takes me a day to do guitars or vocals, then that's what it is. Um, and I have no problems taking that time. Um, so, and then 
by the end of the recording, and once everybody's happy with the parts that have laid down, um, we go into mix mode and we start mixing down the tracks. And um, that's that's the my favorite part about this whole thing is is mixing these tracks and bringing them to life. So the recordings sound one way, and a lot of people don't know and or don't have the uh, knowledge of how this process goes. The recording sounds raw and 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 it's open and it's transparent. So mixing the music will bring all of everything in that in that production to life. And that's what I try to do every time we we have a production like Cameron's um, where he came in and he's got very, very large production on his track. And we took the time to dial things in. When it comes down to mix time, it's it's my job to make those come to life and breathe life into them. Um, and so we mix down the music. And, and by the time we're done with mixing, I send it off to mastering because I do not like to master my own mixes. <laughs> if I mix something, if I record it and I mix it, I do not want to master it. Uh, I'd rather have a fresh set of ears on it from a different perspective, somebody else. Um, and so we uh, we'll send it off to mastering at that point. Um, and then once we get it back, uh, when when the artist signs off on it, then we put that one to bed and we move to the next one. Wow, that's exciting! So much, so many things that are just completely fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Cameron, who's mm-hmm. with us today, yeah. and so uh, let's let's just chat with Cameron for a minute and see yeah. about recording here in Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely, let's do it. Okay, I'm super excited to have Cameron with us today, singer songwriter, and like, let me just tell you, I'm kind of a big fan. Thanks. <laughs> you grew up here in Northwest Arkansas, Correct. so tell me a little bit about yourself and why you decided to make music here in the Bentonville area. Well. I don't know. In all <laughs> you don't honesty, know? It's, uh, why, uh, there's no reason to leave, really. You know, I've yeah. just met a ton of great people over the past couple of years. Um, there's a couple of folks that um, Neil had actually introduced me to a couple of years ago, um, Kevin and Betsy, who run the I'll Fly Away Foundation. Then they introduced me to another friend, Troy Campbell, with the House of Songs. And then all of a sudden you know, this great studio opens up and I've been working on these songs for, you know, some of them have been in the works for four or five years and some of them have been new with the house of songs. And it all kind of just made sense to be here with friends that I've kind of adopted as my family, whether they want me or not, you know, it's, um, (laughs) that happens a lot, right? I just refuse to go away. You know, I just love everybody in this area so much. So it just really made sense to work here. Yeah. So, I know that you're a songwriter. Can you tell me a little bit about writing songs here in Northwest Arkansas and what that looks like? What a typical day would look like for you? Well, I'm, I've still got a, a part of a nine to five anyway. So I typically show up to work, you know, nine and I'll leave around lunchtime, 1130 or 12. And then I go home and I start working on songs that I've had from the past. And I'm always trying to create something new. So day in the life for me is I go home and I lock myself in my house and I play guitar and work on new material for six to 10 hours every night. And I've been doing that solidly for the past year. I went to Folk Alliance last February, and uh, there's a great group of songwriters that just got back last week. And it totally changed my world, changed my life for the better. I was kind of going through some personal issues and just decided to come home, start taking it serious. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like you can say that you're a songwriter or a performer, but I think really what makes that is what you do in your personal time. You've got to have that drive. You've got to want it. You know, nobody else is going to believe in you. You have to, you have to make it work. 
Yeah. So. You know, I think that's so true. I actually, I heard this great interview with Billy Joel once. Okay, yeah. Where he talked about, you know, a lot of people don't understand that it is actually, uh, this is a job. Yes. Like, you have to wake up, you have to put in the time. Absolutely. With your instrument. And uh, that's a key, that's a key aspect to, so I, you know, I think there's there's a lot of talented people out there, but the job aspect, they're probably not understanding. So... I know that you're a songwriter and you're putting in six to 10 hours a day, possibly um, writing songs, but you perform live as well. Right. So you perform here locally. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't gig that much in all honesty. I'll I'll gig whenever I've got uh, friends coming through town. If they need a place, you know, I enjoy jumping up on stage and playing with them. Um, My mentality with most things in life is less and more or less is more. And, you know, it, I don't want people to get tired of seeing my name every weekend, you know? So I, I try to make it more enjoyable for the audience as well as myself. Whenever I do play, I want it to be a little bit more special. So whenever people come out, it's like, it's, it's like a family reunion. You know, I haven't yeah. seen all these people in three months or so. And, you know, it, it, it makes it a lot like this. I'm able to just sit there and look at people in the eyes whenever I'm performing and give them my heart. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. As an artist, giving them your heart. That's... Uh, man. Yeah. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> artist or not, you know. That's right. That's right. Um. So I also know that you have a new album coming out. Yes. That you recorded here. Yep. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm very excited. What inspired that album? Man, I, uh, just growing up in a music family, it's, um, I've always had music in my life. It's been constant and, um, I I was born into a great home and instead of going to amusement parks, I went to concerts. And, uh, so immediately I just took, um, good music, you know, thank God my parents knew what good music was, I guess. (laughs) And, um. I think that some of that, and I just wanted to recreate, you know, I, I pull from a little bit of every genre. It's I've got some uh, folk in there, some soul, some rock and roll. Um, but ultimately what I'm trying to do is just create something timeless. You know, no matter how the production sounds on certain songs, lyrically, those were trying times, whether they were good or bad. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was, um, it, it was, I was emptying my soul at one point into yeah. the song. Yeah. So I think we have a little bit of one of your songs. Okay, cool. Is yeah. that okay for us to listen to it? Yeah, let's do it. Great. Let's let's check it out real fast. Don't feel alone Yes, I'm just figuring it out 
Awesome. That is incredible, Cameron. Congratulations on, first of all, what an incredible piece. It's called Stack Your Stones. Yep, thank you. And it's going to be the first single. Yep. And then you're already working on the next five songs. Yep. So I did uh, this first five song EP, and then I'm working on these next five songs. And after we're done with those, I'll have another five that I'm going to bring to the table. So it'll be a busy year. It'll be a busy year. Yeah. And Were what there some inc- horns I heard in there, by the way? Yeah. There's that was a, a- that's fantastic man that was um that was neil's idea and it i really love it you know it kind of gives it just that timeless you know maybe i'm totally wrong but it makes me feel like i'm listening to something maybe seeger would have done you know it just feels good yeah absolutely Absolutely. yeah i definitely can hear all of those genres that you were talking about being influenced by as i as i listen to that what a great what a great song absolutely and i mean mean, speaking of seeger i'm just curious like who who are some of your musical influences man you know it was a little all across the board um a little bit of old country a lot of willie nelson a lot of towns vans and there's a lot of the band boston there's a lot of van halen there was a lot of bob seger <laughs> there's a lot of fleetwood mac um yeah just a lot of good ingredients. That's a nice range. When you say Willie Nelson and Towns Van Zandt, I didn't expect you to say Boston. After yeah, that. yeah, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> All across the board. That's a, that's a great. That's a great range. That's one of the cool things here uh, in Bentonville as well in Northwest Arkansas. I think when people visit here, they don't realize some of the amazing music that's come out of this area uh, of the state. You know, from from Johnny Cash. Uh, to Glenn uh, Campbell, yeah. uh, Levon Helm, and others. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's still growing like that too. You know, it's. Absolutely. There's a lot of people that are coming up right now, and a lot of very dear friends from this area that I've just got a ton of respect for. There's a ton of amazing songwriters and singers in this area, and um, that they've all got an incredible work ethic as well. They're every this whole area is super special. Yeah, I found that as well. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. So as you visit Bentonville, then you can make sure and go on visitbentonville.com and check out what live music's happening. Or if Cameron, if you're going to be able to catch a glimpse of Cameron playing one of his special shows. So and we'll we'll look forward to that album as well. Yeah, I can't you. wait to hear all of it. Thanks. Um, but next, when's your next gig? My next gig is next Wednesday. Actually, I've got a friend coming in from town, Bonnie Montgomery. She's originally from Arkansas. She lives down in Wimberley, Texas right now. And uh, she's going to be joined by her friend, Matt Ward, coming from Australia. Oh, wow. That's exciting. That'll be a good time. That's exciting. So we have a few other cool events that are happening here in Bentonville that I want to make sure and remind you of. If you're listening from out of town, make sure and check out the Future is Female exhibit that's happening at the 21C Gallery Hotel. You can see it now until the end of the year. The Power of Music Festival, which you were mentioning, Kevin and Betsy, earlier. Um, Power of Music Festival on May 2nd. And then Bentonville Film Festival is coming up on May 7th. Ladies and gentlemen, come visit Bentonville and hear some amazing music. Check out the Haxton Road Studios and Haxton District, where art and business collide. And make sure and check out Cameron Johnson. You can find all of those on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And as always, check out the latest and the greatest in Bentonville at visitbentonville.com. It's a beautiful day here in Bentonville. Thanks for tuning in. Aaron, thanks for joining and sitting in with me today. Thank you, Jen. 
We'll see you out and about throughout the time.